Hello, I'm R.L. Stein. I write the Goosebumps books. In a few minutes, you're going to see one of my favorite stories come alive. The Haunted Mask is a frightening Halloween story about a girl named Carly Beth. The horror begins when Carly Beth puts on the evil haunted mask, and it ends when she discovers there is nothing more powerful than the love of her family and friends. What's so scary about that? You'll see. Viewers beware. You're in for a scare. Welcome to the Dojo of Terror. It's episode 40, and today we're talking Goosebumps. When it comes to 90s nostalgia, very few franchises still hold the crown. From television to films, books to video games, Goosebumps has it all. R.L. Stein, a legend of his time. This Halloween, we get back, back to, to the, the basics. basics. Spooky season, Halloween, one of my favorites. And to be here with you in the dojo talking about goosebumps, man. I'm excited. Before we get into the festivities of Halloween and the Dojo of Terror, I wanted to say that hitting episode 40 here in the Dojo is, uh, it means something to me. Mm. I'm very thankful that we've come this far on our journey. And for all of the original subscribers we have and all of the new subscribers we have, I'm excited for the future. Much like Goosebumps, I'm excited for the future of Back to the Basics. Yeah, man. man. Uh, episode 50 is coming. Hey, yeah, we gonna get there. And um, Goosebumps is tied to something like, like my favorite 90s nostalgia aspect of all time, which is before we get into the scares, let's get into the treats. Oh. One little thing about the 90s and probably where <laughs> we all got our Goosebumps books from. Where, 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 where would that be? What you talking about? Scholastic book fairs. Oh, the book fairs, man. The book fairs are so fire. Back in the day. All you ASMR heads out there, you're welcome. Complimentary of Josh. Dude, I had I have a million dollar idea. You're an attractive woman. <laughs> I have a million dollar idea. I'm straight up. If you are an attractive woman out there, I got a million dollar or dude, I guess, whatever. I got a million dollar idea. An ASMR channel that tells <laughs> an ASMR channel that tells spooky stories. Okay. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Instead of goosebumps. Called the channel Tingles. Tingles. Okay. Okay, Shivers. <laughs> yes, bro. Exactly. Shivers was a was it like a what was it? It was like a ripoff. Uh, so it was inspired by Goosebumps. Okay. So, Is so that the word we use? Inspired by baby. <laughs> hey, even Goosebumps was inspired by something, and we'll yeah. get into that. But Shivers, I I mean, just real quick, like Shivers was somebody's story, right? They were inspired by and Goosebumps. We're, no, man, we're talking ASMR, bro. 
Tingles. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Tingles. But tingles is 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 what you get when you we experience ASMR. Nah, man, I get goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get them goosebumps every, every time. time yeah. I'm feeling nostalgic. Shut your mouth. Okay, because that's not gonna stop me. Scholastic book fairs. Do you have memories of that? I have very fond memories of scholastic book fairs, man. Um goosebumps uh rolled doll books um what you keep saying that what is that rolled I, doll I know is like the bfg and um james and the giant peach i okay. think right rolled doll okay um right up there with rl stein right goose well, no, no 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 nobody's up no? there with oh, rl I mean, stein he was big in, in the 90s okay. scholastic book fairs he was everywhere much like uh someone else i guess who was big at the time in uh book fairs who kind of started taking away from the goosebumps shine, right? Um, we don't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what was really cool about the Scholastic Book Fairs, man, is is there was... I, I don't think it's matched. If you grew up in the 90s and went to a Scholastic Book Fair, you went to... Back when schools were cool, right? If you were a fool. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so... Um, Knowing you had money mm. for a Goosebumps book, at least one, that morning, I can smell and feel the air, dude. The presence of a, the morning of a Scholastic Book Fair, knowing you're getting a Goosebumps book. Yeah. Oh, there's something nostalgic in the air. Honestly, man, what comes to my mind is like walking up to school uh, with a little red wagon, little red flyer, like pacing behind you, right? Like that's not even a memory of mine, but that's what I think of. Oh, okay, I was gonna say when I think of took your wagon to book school, fairs, right? Like you got it filled with books. Like I'm talking Matilda, bro. Like you're, just carrying around books. You pulling that? Uh, <laughs> you pulling that radio flyer out of the short bus? You know exactly. What I'm saying? <laughs> But that's like what my mind goes to, right? It's like you're excited for school. You're going to go get a new book. Little pencil case. Like I had coupons and shit. Like there was coupons. like a, you could get coupons for scholastic books, bro. Like Man. I don't know. But it was just, it was a time to be alive. What man. a time. What a time. And y'all know nothing about that. Fast forward <laughs> to to the the television show. Okay. Yeah. Bro, goosebumps. The goosebumps in the '90s was everywhere. Like yeah. you couldn't walk into a store without seeing some sort of merchandising. I'm talking on the levels of George Lucas market uh, marketing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was pretty big. Bro. It was I was Star Wars <laughs> big, bro. There was everything, bro. You that, wanted Goosebumps flip-flops, bro? There's probably <laughs> Goosebumps flip-flops out there. They did have a lot of merch. Like, there yeah. was just, like, T-shirts and rulers and book, like, book... Uh... Goosebumps <laughs> is on your cereal box. It's on your TV set. It's in your school. It's everywhere. They got board games and video games. Oh, man. Crazy. Video games. You know what was wild? I didn't know this. Until we're doing the research for this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back in the 90s, the first uh, video game they did was for PC. I mean, they got the devil himself involved in Goosebumps. What are you talking about? Man? Bill Gates. Oh, my God. They got him involved. <laughs> Mr. Microsoft. Dude, um, 
they got Steven Spielberg involved for this. It was one of those um uh That's wild. Like point and clicks. Which was fire in the nineties. I okay. <laughs> that might be predating your memory, bro. I was like, bro, I'm not into on the PC, bro. Mist and all the beautiful uh, days. The um, they got Steven Spielberg to shoot shots. Who's the dude from Jeff Goldblum? Okay, he played Dracula. <laughs> if you've never seen that, you need to see it. about goosebumps what are you talking about dracula <laughs> bro jeff goldblum was dracula directed by steven spielberg with the devil co-signing bill gates himself you can start checking his pockets for that handle here in the dojo <laughs> this lights are crazy <laughs> man um that's a that there's just so much rich history in the 90s in yeah. goosebumps yeah. the green slime right it's like 90s was just filled with green slime monster Neon. blood <sighs> the, say cheese and die the oversaturated colors yeah. Of the artwork on the books or something to behold. That's something of my favorite. I right? mean, like it's just pops. We put that we put them on our walls nowadays. They're works of yeah. art, yeah. bro. Hey man, I was lucky enough to find these and I love them. And I'm gonna have to build and add to my collection because I didn't keep them as a kid. <sighs> like, unfortunately, my brother had a lot. Really? And I would probably either steal or read his. Hey, brother right man, <laughs> like, let's get yo, them goosebumps. You got some of them goosebumps, but yeah, that's super cool. I'm I'm a, I'm a little envious of of anyone who has their nostalgic books. I wish, man. I, I wish, wish I, I had. had I actually, I think I may have one. Oh. Um, but it, yeah, I don't think I have my original collection, which is unfortunate. So unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was your uh, straight out the gate favorite book? So wait, hold on. You're asking me what's my favorite Goosebumps book? Hmm. What up? Yo. Yeah, man, about the Halloween episode. Hello, Josh and Eddie. 
What's your favorite Goosebumps book? I prefer Horrorland. Ah! 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 Um, I mean, I, I already said it. I already said it. It's say cheese and die, bro. I don't know why, like, uh, and it may be linked to the episode say cheese and die because it's like very vivid in my memory. But just that whole concept of you have a camera that takes pictures of people and then they die. Like, what? It's super creepy. Haunted I, camera. I love the I love the concept about Say Cheese and Die, how the iconic cover of the like barbecue picnic <laughs> was was uh drawn in our that imagery wasn't actually in the story. And I didn't know that. And Arl Stein like shoehorned it into the story afterwards as a dream sequence. Really cool. And the cool thing about that is I'm pretty sure you can go back to the episode and you can find that cover is a shot in the actual episode. They have the family there and then they take the Polaroid and it's the same Polaroid from the book. Epic. Super epic, Absolutely man. classic. From book to screen. Yeah. Perfect. I would probably have to go on record as saying um, The Haunted Mask. Of course, of course. The original two-part episode, as right? A, as an adult, <laughs> I just thinking back retrospectively on The Haunted Mask and watching it in the dojo is like a child being bullied and you know what's wild is that scene when she's getting bullied with carly beth right? carly beth <laughs> that scene when she's getting bullied and there's like 15 kids and they're all pointing at Bro, her that's <laughs> messed up. it's like i don't think they would write that into a children's show nowadays just because it would be too aggressive bullying maybe which is some bullshit. Goosebumps has a lot of wild shit like that. Wow, it's the 90s, man. Back Everything, when life was real. You can put blood on the screen on a children's TV show. <laughs> it I, Thinking about a child wanting to escape behind a mask. And then in a wicked turn of events, the mask being like crafted by real skin. And it... Like, what is it? Like, possessing? Yeah, it kind of, like, takes her over. It yeah. starts, she starts to become... Where the, are my eyes? The people who she's wearing, right? These aren't my eyes! Yeah, it's crazy. She starts to, like, become that mask. And the fact that it's made by real skin, I think, starts to, like, take her over. And she starts treating people different. And she's like... <laughs> Like she's all, she's fucking loving it. Yeah, man. bro. Cause she's like, hey, you fuck with me now. I'm gonna, I'm what's, gonna scare you. What's wild is she's running around with this entity that has taken her over, and she's holding her head. She's like, oh, oh, this is like kind of like this is who I used to be, and it's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm carrying around like a fucking trident, like a, like a, like a trophy. Like this is who I used to be, but this is who I am. And she even says too, she's like me and Carly Beth. Right? She's like, me and Carly Beth. And it's just really weird, bro. That part always creeped me out because her face just looked too weird. It's it super, super wild. Weird. I absolutely love the episode of the book. And it, it just... It's interesting when you think about these stories as adults and you're just like, some of them over the top, 
Of course. Cringe yeah. and cheesy. So cheesy and cringe. Yeah. And um for a in a good way though, right? Correct. Back in the 90s, cheese was in, bro. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Give it to me, right? Say like cheese and say cheese and die. And the fact that like you have like much like the masks that we have on the wall right next to us, right? It's like that's what Halloween was when you were a kid, though. You're putting on costumes. You're putting on masks. You're walking around like these scary characters, bro. Yeah. And that's that was what everyone loved about Halloween. And obviously what you can see everyone loved about the books. Mm -hmm. There's something that kids love about these books. It, well, obviously. Most popular like book series next to Harry Potter. Well, I believe it was Scholastic's number one bestseller. For years. Years. And then Harry Potter came along and somehow like, Fuck that wizard! <laughs> Get out of here! I must be the one to kill Harry Potter. <laughs> Get out of here! We don't talk about, oh, I said his name. Oh, shit, we gonna die. Steven who? Let me tell you something about Steve King. Steve King wishes he could write like me. And I've sold way more books than him, but nobody ever talks about that! Okay. Way more books! Dad. Go! Your face is doing the red thing again. We gotta get into Jack Black and the shenanigans of the film. Crazy. But, yeah, yeah but um, it, it's crazy how, like, the whole Harry Potter scholastic concept, it was like a beautiful, this beautiful symmetry of, like, Goosebumps was riding super high, world record breaking, and then it like took a back seat. Harry Potter came, took the front seat, and then Goosebumps said, "Nah, fam, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my, my beer." <laughs> Harry Potter ended, and then it retracted, and Goosebumps came back onto the scene to take the spot. Much like this year, Goosebumps is back and alive oh, and well, baby. Man. I would say, though, when I was a child, something about the cover of Monster Blood. Yeah, you mentioned that one a lot. The, the, the staircase. The stairs and the bleeding staircase. Oh. Um, another one of mine, obviously, Horrorland. I think it's like on, on one of these, all these books right here in front of me. Night of the Living Dummy, right? Night of Return of the Living Dummy. Deep Trouble. Deep Trouble. I'm going to say Deep Trouble was literally the reason I still have anxiety when I get in water. <laughs> you don't like that one. Huh? Bro, <laughs> I, there's something underneath me. Much like Jaws, right? There's something underneath Dude. you, bro. Crazy. There's always something bigger than you. There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> but from the books to the TV, fast forward. They got movies, huh? There is some beautiful information that many might not know about what once could have been mm. with a film in the 90s. Oh, bro, when you told me this, I had no idea. I was like, wait, one of my favorite directors of my favorite Halloween movies was going to do a Goosebumps movie? Who'd that be? Mr. Tim Burton, Tim Nightmare Before Christmas himself. Burton was going to direct the a Batman Goosebumps <laughs> movie.
movie in the 90s and shit you not who wrote a screenplay for it that's a good question I george didn't... romero oh the nine... father of the zombies i just don't how do you not do that movie i don't how... know what like bro if you told me like if you told me there was a Goosebumps movie by those two people, take my money. Yeah. Like, sign me up. Where's the tickets? Release that, even though it wasn't Brad, made. Yeah, make that. Tim so, Burton, so the, if you're out there, Goosebumps the, the script, waiting. The script was Dead House. Okay. Which involves flesh-eating monsters. Never heard of them. Never, Never heard of them. Heard of them. <laughs> Never heard Wonder of them. Wonder why George Crazy. Romero wanted to write uh, that story. Um, that would have been amazing, dude. <laughs> crazy, crazy. No, but it would have been really great, and I think Tim Burton would have been perfect for it, right? Because he just has that look of just creepiness, and so he would have been able to add that element to Goosebumps. And... Whatever happened with that, there was like all this nonsense where through the rise of Goosebumps, there was some finger pointing with Scholastic and R.L. Stein. What I got from it was there was just too many stories. You have so many stories of Goosebumps that you just can't pick one to do. 62 original books in the original series. Over 400 million copies sold worldwide. Absolutely wild. R.L. Stein. The GOAT. (laughs) The GOAT. (laughs) A legend. Bye. But the question is, did he have ghostwriters? Oh, no. You talking about the TV series from the 90s? Ghostwriter. What a trip. Ghost Riders, right? <laughs> oh, I love it. So that's what I heard. So apparently Scholastic said that Mr. Stein, you only did 16. Apparently he was uh, He only did 16? Apparently. Who wrote the rest? Oh, they 50 copies. Blamed him for doing only the first 16 and then after the first 16 sales started to decline well you gotta hire a crew bro you famous so like, what? so there was scholastic sued rl stein that's crazy that's in a, some crazy 90s themed lawsuit of the fact that it was breaking contract but then mm. in some loophole, there was something in R.L. Stein's contract where he could use ghostwriters. And he oh. did come out and say, I use ghostwriters to basically create plot outlines. That's what I kind of like when I was researching a little bit, right? I guess like his sister-in-law kind of like helped him with it. And she last name signed too. And I was just like, okay, I mean, family's going to help you, bro. It's like, hey, I got to get this deadline of these books. Can you like proofread that right can you think of something apparently arl stein um and the artist um they had like 30 day deadlines that's nuts that's wild and there's rumors out there that arl stein would write a book in two days yeah i think they mentioned that in the movie too he's like oh i once wrote a book in like a day And then I've also heard like 12 days, nine days. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like super wild. You had to be there. Yeah, you had to be there. Maybe maybe we'll pick Arl Stein's brain one day. Hey, man, that would be cool. But 
it, it's um, interesting how the lawsuit came out because I think after that, Ghost Riders didn't come, did come out with okay. the modern age of social media. Yeah. People would come out and be like, yeah, I was one of the Ghost Riders. What? Oh, so they, Here's proof and they, stuff They like came that. forward and was like, I wrote an R.L. Stein book. After, after all the lawsuit stuff, R.L. Stein um, ended up selling Goosebumps to Scholastic. Crazy. So he doesn't own it anymore? For like $9.8 million. No, he sold it. I'm sure he's still right. Much like George Lucas selling Star Wars, yeah. right? Eventually, you got to move on from your stories that you tell. But here's the thing. Here's the difference between Disney and Scholastic. Mm. Scholastic has kept it afloat. Right, uh -huh, yep. but they haven't mm -hmm. milked it. They haven't milked it. You're they, not seeing a Goosebumps movie every year. No, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was like I think 2015 was the first one. 2017 was the second one, and there was talks to do a third one, um, but instead they pivoted to the new TV show. Never oversaturate, unless you're a Goosebumps cover book. You know, on the cover, over different <laughs> copies. Saturate the covers, but no, never oversaturate the market. And that's what's happened Correct. with so many franchises from the past. You get these greedy companies that will just make way too much. It's kind of special that there's only two films. And if you go back and watch them, they're both really good, bro. Like the second one's not as great, but it had less of a budget, right? I think we were going over. Um, but the first one, the director and whoever wrote it really well done. They that one really feels like a film production and it actually stands up really well. When we watched it, I was like I kind of remember it being worse than it is. Uh, me too. Like, because when it came out, I want to say I saw it and I was just like, mm. but like now I went back and watched it with a fresh pair of eyes. I'm like, bro, this is good. pretty good. The cast was wonderful. I love the fact that the, um, the daughter of R.L. Stein, which is portrayed by Jack Black, that she is one of the creations. She's a monster. Crazy. And the fact that Jack Black not only plays R.L. Stein, the goat, but he also plays uh, Slappy, the dummy. He voice acts for Slappy. Not him. Hello, Papa. Capstone, fucking give it to me. Yeah. Slappy the Dummy, Night of the Living Dummy. And that that whole movie is basically about Slappy. Jack his, like, revenge. Black carried that production on his back. Yeah. He he did an amazing job. They did a 90s uh, hip-hop themed music video for the movie. Have you seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't, man. Bro. You gotta show it to me. <laughs> Um, but okay, Bowser, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, Bowser's little song, Jack Black's done it before. He right? said, With been there, bumps. done that, right? And okay. he knows what works, and let's do it again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, I love Jack Black's uh, portrayal of R.L. Stein. Very good. And, yeah, and, he was and that really film's good. good. The second film, all done by the same production house, I believe. Correct, just a different director. One thing I do like about the second film is it gave me a lot of the Goosebumps 
television series vibes. Yeah, it's a little less of a big budget production. So like the film quality is different. The story is a little bit different, but it just has that like low budget TV show film vibe. And I kind of really liked that. Um, I, I was with it. We watched it. I had never seen it. So that was new to me, the whole movie. Um, some of the characters were pretty good. Um, but compared to the first one, I think obviously the first one is a lot better. Mm, comparing the first and second yes, film. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the first one, like it's, it's more film uh, cinematic. The second one is more, I feel like it was, and it was like perfectly one and a half hours. Yeah. I feel like maybe the screenplay was written for like a three episode okay. pilot for television, but they're just like, well, we could just make this a film. And they both... Uh, made their money back plus right yeah they, they were both box office successes which yeah. is why we probably see 2023 october 13th we watched the first episode today say cheese and i i was so happy with Epic. everything that i saw justin long's performance really good i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that boy R.L. Stein. I'm just going to say it. That's my prediction. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's the vibe I get. I know right? it's not in the official synopsis. Yeah, he plays no. a school teacher. Dr. Brat or, or Mr. Brat or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um. Uh, but the one character, the one person who shined on that new Is show. Isaiah. Isaiah. Um. That's his... Character, his character name. name. Yeah, character uh, name. I think it's like Zach something, his real name. Um, but his character and phenomenal. His, his charisma on screen was something to see. I don't watch a lot of like mainstream media anymore. Correct, yeah. But I had stopped and I turned to you and I was like, bro, I don't know if it's me or if this dude's acting is just phenomenal. It was really good. He was on bro <laughs> he was on it's his show yeah like i was like justin long's gonna carry the show i said that when we watched yeah. the trailer but i was wrong <laughs> let's get dangerous <laughs> one of the coolest things about after all of the years and all of the stories Goosebumps and R.L. Stein, the film with Jack Black went super meta. And I think that was the reason for its success, amongst other things. But the idea and the concept that everything R.L. Stein wrote with his magic supernatural typewriter, the stories, the characters come to life. That was actually one of my favorite parts about the movie and it really got me thinking about like, you know how we have all these characters on our show? Guess so, yeah. You know, like Freddy, Jason. Dude, that would be super- Sounds like a dream to me. <laughs> a beautiful piece of information about the haunted mask is the inspiration was one Halloween, R.L. Stein comes back from the festivities with his child. His child was wearing a green Frankenstein mask and had trouble removing it. Oh, man, yeah, when those masks are that tight, you can't get it off. You got to rip that thing off, big baby. <laughs> <laughs>
uh, that's really cool to know. Um, and just talking about the inspiration where R.L. Stein got all his inspiration from, right? Um, another interesting fact um, is, I guess, when he was younger, he would read the Tales from the Crypt comic books. Woo. I'm a big fan of Tales from the Crypt. I grew up with the show. Um, me and my brother would watch it a lot, which probably speaks volumes to why i love goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and all that shit because mm -hmm. it's just tales from the crypt the fucking <laughs> that dude was psycho oh. and so obviously it inspired rl stein and that's really cool that's super cool i mean imagine being inspired from a comic book what a world what a world to live in <laughs> baby rl stein has gone on record for saying something wild and it just adds so much the creep value to his character is he's on record for stating that the joy he gets from writing stories that scare children is immeasurable. And I love that. Psychopath. 100% psychopath. What were you telling me about this Fear Street? Bro, you don't have you haven't heard of Fear Street? Well, I've heard of it. Okay. Um, so you haven't seen it though, right? Seen or read? Oh, exactly. So R.L. Stein, before he was even king of horror, right? Um, before he had written any Goosebumps books, apparently he had a previous novel titled Fear Street. And Fear Street um was what got him kind of like on the scene, on the map. Um, and apparently like his publicist or his editor at the time was like, look, you're gearing stuff towards these young adults is great, but what if you wrote books for children? It's a whole market out there that isn't being tapped. And that leads us to the goosebumps. But what's really awesome is Netflix adapted it to a movie. I remember when it came out, I had multiple people tell me, you need to watch this. It's like set in the 90s. It's classic horror and you're going to love it. And I was like, oh, no, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm all in my own world. And now that this 2023 Goosebumps is yeah. out there, we watch the first episode. Mm -hmm. We find it phenomenal. We find it intriguing. We find it spooky and scary. I'm super intrigued to go back and check out Fear Street. Fear Street, 1994. It's the first film. Apparently, there's three. Um, go back and watch all three of them. I haven't even watched them, so maybe we could watch them together. But the real question is, want to see me eat a worm? Oh, no, man. That's gross. Oh, he did it. Oh, mm. get away from me with that. You could go eat worms. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah... And a lot of the cast of the of this new show, the 2023 one, um, I, I find a bit phenomenal. I don't know why I like it so much. Maybe just because of the nostalgia, right? Um, yeah, maybe. But maybe even that. when you compare and contrast, like, we're off the cusp of mutant mayhem. And oh, yeah. The mess and the disaster and the disrespect that that holds and what Nickelodeon is doing with that. Compared to what Scholastic has done with this. Bravo, Scholastic. Bravo. And I know not everyone is going to like the modern aspects to some of the characters yeah. for the new show, mm -hmm. right? But what what I will say is, for me personally, I'm so sick and tired of like 
hating all of this nonsense that comes out in modern media. Mm, okay. Most of it is the over, just over saturated market yeah yeah the the pushing of like whatever agendas are out there right to meet certain wheezing the cows milk meeting certain quotas or certain hires whatever yeah. right but the thing that i focused on was like it was able able to capture the magic of goosebumps and that is what sparked me right now is watching the show earlier multiple times you and i both got full body goosebumps 100 percent, and it's so wild and now i have them literally yeah. right now bro <laughs> um i loved every single frame of they the shot first really well. episode every frame i felt there was no filler in that episode it was boom to da boom that's what i mentioned when we watched it i was like they have gone from a to b the whole time and they just kept moving like the whole first episode is just like doom 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 it was very well produced and it's wild when you turn to me and you're like do you know <laughs> that this is directed by the director of the original Goosebumps movie? The first Goosebumps movie has the same director in the new first episode. And apparently he's going to, well, he wrote the last episode. I don't know if he's going to First and the last it. episode. Episode one, episode 10. 10, yep. So there's going to be 10 episodes in this new first season of this series. Hopefully they get more. Looking at the episode titles has me so excited for the next month of goosebumps so nostalgic because every title is a goosebumps book goosebumps banger bro banger after banger and it ends on episode 10 welcome to Horrorland, which leads me to believe this is just the beginning of so much more how do you end a season on welcome, welcome to, to Horrorland? crazy <sighs> i really really hope this is a a positive project and we're gonna get more of this but if it is once a generation and we don't see goosebumps until further in the future then let's see what the next month holds because this is just wild and it's a ride and i'm glad that we're here in the dojo and we get to talk about it and we can ride that wave because for the next month and a half like we're gonna be watching it Every Super Tuesday, we watching Goosebumps. And far past Halloween, we stay spooky in the dojo. And we stay nostalgic. <laughs> Man, you are a dummy. Who you calling dummy? Dummy? <laughs> what another epic Halloween in the dojo. We stay spooky, and we stay nostalgic, and when it comes to nostalgic properties that are still in the mainstream media of things, it's so refreshing to see it handled with love and care. Man, it's Halloween, and it doesn't get much better than Goosebumps, and I'm excited that the future for Goosebumps looks bright. The new show, so far, we're one episode in, and it looks promising. I'm super excited on what this is going to do for the future of the franchise, man. Yeah, the Goosebumps books are still alive and well, and I'm excited for everything that's to come with it. 
here in the dojo, we stay spooky, and we stay nostalgic, and the future is bumpy.